0: Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy
1: Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt.
0: Am I, is this on? I think it's my headphones. Hello? That's better.
1: Yeah, you weren't in the mic. There's volume. We haven't had that long of a break for you to forget how
0: to do this. I, <laughs> I have nothing. All I know is it is day three of the year 2020. The trending topics on Twitter are World War III, Donald Trump's War, and release JJ's cut of Rise of Skywalker. Are those all related? We are here with our first episode of the Happy Zen Podcast of the new year. The future. The f- it is the future.
1: Seriously, if we go back and start thinking about the amount of films that portrayed 2020 or in that time period, one, we have not lived up to expectations in any way, shape, or form. And secondly, it's just, it's not as spacey as I thought it would be.
0: And I, and we have to say 2020. Like that's, you have to say it like that, right? 2020 sounds... Are we
1: going to call this the year of Barbara Walters?
0: They already did that joke, I think, at the ball drop. Clearly. And then there's also the running joke of it's the, like, the year of the optometrist. It's so bad. I didn't come up with it.
1: It was really cool about t- 2020. I've never heard of any of that shit because I don't watch regular television anymore because I have the luxury of having streaming services and don't have to watch cable television.
0: It was on the internet. I have nothing. Fuck we, the internet. I have nothing.
1: But wait, enjoy the internet while you listen to this podcast.
0: Yeah, this is a good time to remind you that uh, if you're listening to this, you are on the internet oh. or someone has pirated our signal and has released it on the air. And if so, thank you. Yeah. When did we get a signal? I didn't pay for that. That's Good. We yeah. don't want to pay for anything.
1: Wait, you mean someone's audio surveillance in my house?
0: Could be. We've said some, just, just, some stuff. Just send
1: us some copies of this
0: if you're doing that. Save that post-production. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm relying entirely on you because I have not turned my brain on except for a little bit of work.
1: <laughs> That's your excuse? I have turned mine on all year. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone's listening to this is already nodding. Well, to be honest, I think there was uh, two conversations I want to have. And let's be fair, it is so worth it, isn't it? Reese's Pieces, folks. Seriously,
0: they're good enough for ET. They're good enough for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I was saying though, I think there's probably two conversations. Um, I want to talk about, I want to
0: talk about The Witcher, the television program.
1: Yeah. Wait, yeah. Do, do you call it television? I don't call it television. I call it the Netflix program. That's it's from fucking Netflix. the series.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, don't call it television. I feel like that's demeaning.
0: On well, it is on a television that you're watching it. Well, I guess you could be watching it. Yeah,
1: now you're gonna tell me those fucking I'm movies just, are television. I've just aged myself.
0: Listen, we're going to talk about Witcher. We all know everyone watched it on their phone
1: because you watch Witcher, I watch Witcher. So finally, we've actually watched something in succession, roughly around the same time. People, other people have watched it, so we can get some content on that. And I think we got to talk Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it was it's huge. We're Xennials. We were birthed. Uh, in concession with, uh, or sorry, in sequence
0: with uh, Star Wars itself. It's over. There'll never be another Star Wars movie. The series is done. We have been given okay. Okay. the finale. Hold on, <laughs> slow down. Star Wars <laughs> is finished. So in Matt, our lifetime,
1: Matt's still delusional, and it's only been one beer. Um,
0: they told me. Yeah, they told me.
1: Sure. <laughs> if you believe that shit? That means they just don't like money. So doubt that's the case. I'm sure Disney bought it just to end it. Let's so I my check. That's what they do. That's
0: what they did with Fox. Yeah. Oh,
1: so let's start with The Witcher.
0: I heard Deadpool three is confirmed. Yeah, not okay. sure how that's going to work, but anyways,
1: go on. Yes. Wow, well, how Ryan Reynolds is hot property. Even that new Netflix show, The Six,
0: Six Underground.
1: Yeah, Six Underground. I just call it Six. It was easier. I felt like it was referring to. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just eating a chocolate bar. Fuck off. Let
0: <laughs> well, me pull out a chocolate bar. while well, there is a pile of chocolate in the center of the table. I'm sharing. Uh-huh. I'm not having any of that chocolate bar, but I will have some of these Reese's Pieces. Okay, sorry. Yes. The Witcher. The program. The series. On Netflix.
1: You know what it is now, right? So, first of all, let's talk the about... The game. Okay. The is, book. This is where I want to go. So, have had you... No. You had nothing previous. Never watched it. Never played the game. I knew... I mean, sorry, I read. I it
0: existed as a book. I knew there was a series of games... And I knew Henry Cavill. That's it. That's all I knew. That was all I knew going into So we
1: both walked into it exactly the same way then. Because I, same context. I knew it existed, but I had not pervaded any of it.
0: Oh, and by knowing that there was a book and that there was a series of games, I did not read nor play those games.
1: Yeah, nothing past the cover that you saw on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we came from the exact same place. This is the first time we've ever come from the exact same place to watch something. I think it's pretty safe. Because even if we, we were to argue Star Wars, we both journeyed down the world of the canon a little bit in different ways. Sure. So, again, different places. So, this will be fun because you're going to see Matt, Matt's usual glass-half-empty-everything-shit sh- persona as we talk about it. And you'll hear about how I talk about everything's great.
0: And this is just how we've done everything in life. Or that I've already forgotten what happened in the entire show. Because and- you didn't like it. <laughs> Just went right in one ear and out the other.
1: I find the majority of things Matt watches the first time he tends
0: to hate. Nothing it, sticks. That's yeah. I, My brain, I mean. In general. Uh, this is after this Officially, it's <laughs> oh, broken. I'm just saying.
1: To be fair, you've done really well the second half of 2019 to not linkage your brain damage. But here it comes again. 2020. I don't know if we've mentioned this before. Hot yeah. out of the gate. Here comes brain damage again.
0: Fucking Jesus. All right.
1: The Witcher. Let's start with, in, in watching it. Are you excited to see a second season?
0: Uh, yes, I do want a second season, but I think the second season will determine for me whether I continue on watching it or not. Okay. the The first season gave me enough that I want to see a second season, but I wasn't like, I need it today, absolutely. It probably took me four episodes to know what the hell was even going on. Now, I know that was somewhat by design, just with the different time periods and how they don't quite line up but I was getting hella confused for a while
1: yeah to be overall to be fair if you found this smooth um you must have known a lot about it already because I think for the average viewer to walk in you had multiple timelines and you probably really didn't recognize that the trend seems to be around the fourth to sixth episode before people start to pick up it's actually different timelines because there wasn't a lot to really separate those timelines.
0: And there's a lot of names, a lot of places, mm. a lot of things that's thrown at you relatively fast. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, I wonder if this is what the people that watch Game of Thrones, who hadn't read the books, if that's what it was like. Although I've been told that from people that watch Game of Thrones without reading the books, that this is, this was a bit more dense. Like, The Witcher was... It kind of didn't give you those breaks. It just kind of threw everything at you.
1: Yeah, Game of Thrones definitely had a... Um a lot, but in a way that was actually a little bit slower. I think
0: it was maybe more easily digestible. Mm,
1: and it was it was really spoon-fed in a pace that made sense. Because they, they did it by family. So it was yeah, a little bit actually, easier. Yeah, actually that's a good point, yeah. And they, they would break the early episodes were broken up by families. Whereas in this case, you got two timelines that you're not 100% certain that it was two timelines. You've got this whole world that's immersely... You're getting immersed in it very, very quickly. And you're not being introduced very slowly with things. And... Mm-hmm. You could argue the pluses and minuses of that. I mean, granted, it's nice to be a little bit brought along slower. But to be fair, where I think that was confusing, it made up for it by not giving us a lot of dead time. There was not a lot of dead scenes. You didn't have a lot of wasted time. You didn't have a lot of slow scenes. And I do
0: think like they kind of threw you right in the fire right off the bat. Like, well, literally the first... It is the first episode, I think, that they start right at the battle, right? Yeah. In that first episode. So you... And again, this is... a the way that they decide to sell the, tell the story and that we do get back to this much further along in the season, but it's kind of like they throw you right at the climax of it without any context. And then we slowly uh, work our way back to that, um, from the past up to that with way more, by the time we get back to that, by the end of the season, there's a lot more things going on. There are characters that are in that battle that you don't see in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, our main character. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of liked how they did that. By the way, though.
0: huge spoilers if you haven't seen it, but at this yeah. point, you know, whatever.
1: I love how they brought, they did that though, in a sense where all of a sudden it intertwined these two stories that you might not have realized. There were two different timelines that I thought they melted beautifully into the last couple episodes. And then you, you realized, oh, wow, this was, you know, all leading to this one moment. And the one moment happened to be the end of the fucking
0: season, which I thought was kind of genius which was also and risky somewhat well yeah no i was gonna say it's also the beginning of the season but i guess by the end of the season it's flashbacks to that the yeah the timelines are it's it, like it makes more sense watching it i guess but like, i i'll say this after seeing the, the the full season and having more context and knowing uh, the characters and some of the places a bit better i do almost kind of want to watch it again because maybe i'll Absorb it a bit better now because I do have some of that now. I
1: started to watch it a second time. And I think some things ins- might make more. insanely better. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. It's almost as if there was a ingenious method here to create rewatchability, mm-hmm. and if you can go through it again, it, it is almost like watching something new because you're you're just knowing what you know going into it. You're looking for different th- hints and clues and and you know basically Easter eggs for lack of better terms. And you know what? It's almost like a completely different viewing experience, second time through, in my opinion. Uh, I do like it quite a bit. I loved the casting all the way through. I really appreciated I think Henry uh Cavilla's Cavill, Cable, whatever. I really appreciated it. And then what really made me appreciate it more was by season, sorry, episode four, I was, I wouldn't say struggling, but I was saying to myself, like, fuck, you know what would be really nice to to do here is to get a little more understanding of where the hell we are. Like, is this the game? Is this the book? Is it a combination? Where are we? So I jumped on YouTube really quickly, and I watched only two videos. One video, and I, I can't remember the guy's name by the life of me. It was like a 14-minute video, and it was just everything you need to know before watching uh, The Witcher on Netflix. And it was just perfect. The guy just basically summarized a real brief history of the places and the people and the idea of like where the magic and everything and all that shit was coming from. So just really quickly how that all laid out a real snapshot of who, the, who are, um, Gerald Gerald, sorry, his, his background of like how he came to be, and what that meant and the whole culture of the witcher. It was just 14 minutes of just perfect, simple, concise, not too deep. And it was, and, it, and then he made it clear that it was based out of the books. And so you just kind of knew where the source material was coming from and how it went. So, so easy. The other video was a like, Seven eight minute video of Henry talking about um, how he was uh, pitching himself to do this role if they made the film, and then his affinity to the games, and that he was a gamer around this kind of stuff. And I really appreciated that because there wasn't even it wasn't even a thing yet, Mm -hmm. and he was putting himself out there. Like, yeah, I I heard that he was
0: he was a huge fan of it, and he was really behind pushing it and getting it made. So,
1: and considering that they're gonna want to have the tie to the video game quite a bit. Taking that, and then I went and watched some gameplay of The Witcher. I'm like, holy shit! Like, he clearly based his character on the video game he sunk hours that's of his life I into. That's what I've heard. Like, the,
0: the appearance is definitely based on the game,
1: but even his body movement and shit. Like,
0: just he's got it on spot on, right? Now, for me, I think the my favorite character was probably Yennefer. I think I maybe that's because her story was mo- maybe most fleshed out in this season. I feel like a lot of his is still pretty clouded, although maybe by the end there's a little bit they kind of hint at his childhood and that kind of stuff but really the season i think the arc was hers I, it showed right from the beginning to her being essentially the most powerful or, or close to it at least of the the witches yeah you know where she came from um her transformation her her goals now i realize like her story and his story are like over decades Mm. And clearly they don't age because, I mean, her being a, a witch and magical, and I guess they they call him a mutant.
1: Yeah. See, that's where the video explained this. Yeah. Right. And so.
0: See, that's, I, 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 I think I, as long as the show, and, you know, they want to stretch this out, so they're going to want to keep stuff. So, I mean, as long as it does eventually explain things, I'm fine with that. I If they're relying on people to know stuff, then it's kind of. You know, a pain in the ass, but I do think I thought I thought her character for me was the was the the, the strongest one to watch. Um, I this is probably terrible. I, I could care less if we saw that girl ever again. I hated her story. She was boring to me and dull. And every time it cut to her, I was like, oh my god, just cut back. I want his story or I want Yennefer's story. Her story. At this moment, bored me to tears. I felt like they drug it out just to balance it, so that her, you know the three of them each kind of had equal screen time. And I don't think hers necessarily needed it.
1: Yeah, they gave her a little too much screen time.
0: I I'm hope hoping in season two now that they're together, I'll, it'll be better for me. Cause I just I don't know. I don't. I, not, I, hope, they, I
1: hope they get filming quickly because of the age gap that kid's gonna have because she's young enough that she's yeah. gonna start to. You know, same problem we saw with Stranger Things. Like, you took you took two years, and all of a sudden, holy shit, they're like in puberty. That and, kid's twenty one. Yeah, like, a- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really hard to. Yeah, he's drinking on set. Oh, give me a minute.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it. If it had been an unknown property, I don't know if I would have gotten to the point like like i said for me it took about three or four episodes and i've heard this from other people online and stuff too it took a few episodes for people to get kind of hooked in and i wonder if it was an unknown property if it wasn't based on these books or these games if people would have slogged to that point before, and then got hooked on oh, I think, or
1: if they would have bailed out i think it would have been better actually yeah because there's an expectation with the property that if you don't know what's going on you're going to run to the property and then you're going to be sitting there with a whole host of questions like we are with what's the expectation for us to Go do our background, or are you going to give it to us later, or what? You know, they're trying to call it like a Game of Thrones crossed with what was it like, Stranger Things? Or like they've they've they're they're trying way too many phrases in there, but
0: but I think that's because people haven't seen a fantasy series so much, not not a big budget fantasy series, not a big budget one. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's that's going to be
0: so. Game of Thrones is going to be the comparison people are going to make, whether it's fair or not, and it's not the same.
1: No, 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 no. There's not that much level of tyranny and, and politics. As much yeah. politics, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, certainly that's not going to be there. It's not needed to be there, right? Because we're talking about magic. We're talking about uh, warriors. We're talking about that kind of stuff. So I, 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 I enjoyed it. Mostly I I walked in and gave it a blank check to say for at least the first, you know, six five five episodes. A little more than half. I gave it a blank check to say, look... I love Henry Cavill, Cavill whatever, and I love the fact that he, you know, is a huge fan of the product of the of the, of the IP. So, and he's willing to go that far into it. I'm going to back that and say, look, I'm going I'm going to go along with this ride with you because I trust what you're going to do. And if you're going to put this much hype behind it yourself, that you you feel good about where you're going to go with this, right? And, you know, I, I'm sure he knows the arc long past this season, so. Because I think the discussion was pretty quick on the second season and the, the arc was already kind of drawn up, so it wasn't really a big deal. Uh, so anyways, with all that being said, I did enjoy it. The, the budget was certainly there. They didn't, you know, it was... Was there a room for any little improvement technically on it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was pretty fine. I mean, based on what Netflix properties and what they've done before, it certainly suited the same production value and quality. It's up there with the Stranger Things and so on. Like, looked really good. I wasn't complaining about that.
0: Yeah, I think the... Um like the creature design and that kind of stuff was pretty cool. Um, I did worry.
1: The dragons didn't look too good, but that's just me. I'm a big dragon. Of yeah. Aficionado.
0: I was worried we were going to have kind of, and we talked about this a little bit on our, uh, mini episodes for the Mandalorian. I, I kind of was worried for a bit that it might be sort of a monster of the week kind of thing for mm-hmm. a little bit. There was a couple episodes where it seemed like it might be that kind of thing.
1: It got away from that way better. Yeah. Ma- better than Mandalorian did.
0: And, uh, I do think it leaves a lot of untapped material because essentially every episode we were jumping potentially years mm-hmm. ahead there's a lot of time that they can flash back to or or you know fill in those gaps later cuz I mean I think at one time it is referenced that she's lived like decades so presumably he's been around for quite a long time as yeah, well yeah
1: yeah so and she he's older than her mm-hmm. right and you get a little bit of a piece because you have the the queen, the queen's daughter, and then she gives birth. That kid is in, you know, 12, 13 years old. So right away there, you've got at least yeah. a 15-year span, right? And then you kind of go through those pieces. So, yeah, he's definitely been around for a while. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was a overall very watchable, especially over the holidays. Um, it was easy to sit down and digest the eight episodes. They are quite long, you know, all around an hour each. So I, I kind of appreciated that. I think was a little bit of fluctuation, a couple were a little less than an hour, a couple, a little more, which I thought was neat. Um didn't really bother me the inconsistency of that, but uh, didn't really know it, to be honest with you.
0: I do hope like there were some characters that were kind of brought in, the druid that weren't, weren't did, fleshed yeah. out. So I'm hoping again that they are. Yeah, shown we, did, more.
1: we didn't get a lot about that druid that was there. He was in a few episodes. He obviously has a bit of a cog in the storyline there. Um, so I would want to see a little more of that with that where he came from. And what was that was all about? So yeah, there's definitely some more, and the, the whole even the 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 bad guys. I mean, let's be fair. I, there's a whole piece there I want it done.
0: Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of their... hit. We, well, we never really saw anything from their side. We see we basically the 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 uh, catch that because Yennefer talked her way or tricked her way out of not going... Yeah, it's like ultimately... The name is totally... It's, al- it's her ultimately name. her fault. It is, because she yeah. didn't go, this other witch went, and she was, was corrupted. And, yeah, and and she was pissed because she yeah. got sent there. Yeah. So you don't see any of that. You just kind of see them when they're already powerful and they're already turning, they have essentially yeah. they're coming at the quote unquote good, good guys. Um, so we'll see. I would probably imagine that'll get filled in a little bit next season. And they'll have to use backstory on that side.
1: No, I mean, all, all in all, I mean, I didn't think it was going to take too much time of our podcast and it was, you know, just a neat piece to talk about. It's something that's up our alley. Um, and I didn't really want to let it run more than we need to. Cause we are both in that early level. It was like an eight episode. Uh, pilot like it was really just a really long first movie and probably what's going to be a trilogy
0: and I don't know if I I don't know if it's intrigued me enough to read the books but I probably play the game I and mean, I know the games are supposed to be good actually speaking of that the third game um, it's the most popular is yeah. so electric playground which is essentially our Canadian video game legacy on television now youtube uh they did their best of the decade for different categories and it won best uh, rpg of the decade so it's supposed to be good so and you know like this this show certainly made me want to dive into it more than i had before so yeah but yeah i don't think i'm gonna read the books also i think they're translated so i don't know if i want to get into that
1: oh god didn't know that
0: yeah i think they're french another no it's another country i don't know but other french Hit me up in the comments and let me know how I've slandered your book series. <laughs> Parisian. Wait, isn't that French? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was The Witcher, and these are recent pieces.
1: Mm. All right. So how are we going to start with this? Because I I said the very, I went and saw episode nine on when was it? The day before Christmas Eve. And I text you that, hey, just watch Rise of Skywalker. Um, still trying to determine whether I love or hate this. Have you seen it? was basically my text. And You're like, haven't seen it yet, couldn't get tickets. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean when you couldn't get tickets? I'm watching it right now
0: at 10 a.m. in the morning. And you're like, yeah, I'm at work. I'm like, oh, yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. It's 10 a.m. in the morning. That's <laughs> why you got tickets. It was actually. The theater's one, quite empty, I'd be honest with you. It was one of the few movies where I'd go look for tickets and I'll be either like front row or like sporadic throughout the theater. There'd be seats. So it took a few days after that. I don't know when I saw it. A few days later, I
1: think. So this was. um Before we even get in talking about it. This
0: is a movie.
1: Yeah. Before we get into talking about it, there is. The hardest part I found and sitting back and reflecting on this, was that there's a, there's a lot to be asked of this, right? Whether you want to have the expectations or not, you just did because you knew it was the end of this story of nine, maybe the nine, ninth movie in this series. It's ending a really long story that we can argue their parts were needed or not needed along the way, but no matter how you look at it, it was an accumulation of parts and this was the finale of that. So there was a lot of, How the hell are you going to do this? And really the expectations are, are you going to spend your time ending it for the characters or are you going to spend the time ending it for the fans or could you possibly do both? And that was kind of what I was left with the
0: same question. I was at a real low spot after The Last Jedi. (laughs) My expectations were so low that I wasn't even sure if I was going to see this movie in the theater. Back to Matt being uh, really positive Ray of Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Um so I honestly and especially now that I've seen it I never looked at this as the conclusion to like the series of nine movies because I I still look at the trilogies as individual stories. They have a like a they have connective tissue. But I I don't think I could look at episode six and think it wrapped up the story of the first six uh, movies. It wrapped up four, five, and six. I think part three wrapped up one, two, and three. I think this, if we're going to say it wrapped up anything, it wrapped up seven, eight, and nine. I don't feel like it wrapped up the overall story because I didn't feel until this movie that it really tied back to the old ones all that much until they kind of shoehorn some of that into this movie in order to remind you that, oh, by the way, we're wrapping up the whole thing and here's a bunch of things that we're just kind of pulling out of the closet just so you remember them and then we're going to get rid of them again. I think it would have been better off... Like, that's really tricky to try to have to wrap up nine movies, so I think it would have been better off to focus... On just wrapping up that trilogy. Which I think they did a better job of that. Than they did of wrapping up the entire Skywalker saga.
1: Ooh. Okay. Well I feel it. I try to look at it up from a couple of perspectives. If I think about all nine movies. Yes it's a Skywalker family legacy. When you go through it. But if you look at it from the, the particular lens. I, I decided to shift to. Was I looked at it as. The saga of Emperor Palpatine, because he actually ties
0: together all nine movies, except, oh, no, no, except, no, not an except, he is not in any of these latest movies, except the third one. They just shoehorn him in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave us a really good explanation of how he's tied to the other two.
0: Oh, listen, it's- What are you talking about? (laughs) It's the largest plot hole in the movie. (laughs) It is the largest plot hole in the movie. It's not a plot hole. It's solved with one line. (laughs) Oh good. I can go play Fortnite and get the answers to my questions. Listen, or watch the allegedly I read today there are deleted scenes and they cut them for time. But hey, is it a reach? Absolutely.
1: 1000%. But I think what I like, what I appreciated about with JJ doing that with Emperor Palpatine was he realized I think I think JJ intended to have Palpatine all along from the when
0: he did uh, Force Awakens. I will sit here and I will wait for evidence of such. Thing. No, no. I think in
1: his mind, because he originally was—correct was, me if I'm wrong—was he not originally prepared to do all three movies?
0: No, he was doing the first one. Ryan Johnson was doing the second one, and the guy that did Jurassic World was supposed to do the third one.
1: Oh, and so Ryan and his script Ryan didn't went, get used at all. So Ryan went a different direction, and they allowed JJ to course correct. So going back to that pretense. And, and J.J.'s script wasn't used, you're saying, right, for the second or third? Well, Originally? The so second.
0: he was apparently the, quote, architect of the trilogy. He wrote or co-wrote, I think, maybe the first one. And he wasn't supposed to have, I don't think he had anything really to specifically write for the second one. And he wasn't supposed to be writing the third one. But after the second one, he co-wrote the third one. Because I think, like I said, they.
1: So what I think of think about that, J.J. does not work in small or short. Uh, manners so I have a sneaking suspicion when he threw Palpatine in at the end I had a feeling he was probably going to be going there the whole time I think when you see what JJ did in the third one it kind of ties better to what he did in Force Awakens than you know he had he did corrective measures with Last Jedi but if you were really to think about it it could tie from Force Awakens cleaner I agree, and, and but so it made me think that he probably had a much bigger arc I,
0: arc. I feel like it is a sequel to Force Awakens that's missing about ten minutes of footage. Yeah, that's about it. Like, I feel like if there was a like just a little bit more, it's it's you don't see a whole lot of movies that just sort of like jump past the questions and are just like, he's here. And you're like, wait, what? What? And like, you're gonna explain this, right? Yeah, yeah, Kind, no, not really. There's a cult. They brought him back. How? Doesn't matter. He's back. And he sent a radio message. What? Go play Fortnite. And you can find out what he said. What? What? Look, until we saw the trailer, I don't think anybody had any inkling that they're going to bring back the Emperor because he had a pretty clean death. I mean, he was... I don't know. If he... Okay, if he did uh if jj abrams did have a plan with that in mind then ryan johnson completely ignored it to the point that every hint that should have been dropped in the last jedi was erased cuz by the time this movie comes out not only is he back he's been back for a little while and you'll never find out how or why
1: yeah that i do i do feel kind of like they could have they could have done something there better. Don't get me wrong. I'm like gaping. if
0: ever I've needed an extended edition of a Star Wars movie, I feel like this is going to be the one where you're like, just explain that. Just yeah. fill in the holes.
1: go back to Last Jedi, create the extended footage we need to, to gap. Okay, listen, I get that. I'm still not going to be disappointed with this as a closure for nine or a closure for three. I get your point. By thinking of them as segments, I get it. But I do believe if I think about the full Jedi lore piece and you think about how the Jedi lore applies to the Skywalker family culminating in.
0: But what's the Skywalker connection in, in the. No, no, the app,
1: the application of Jedi lore to the sky star Wars. So if I think about Jedi lore as it's, 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 it's the entire galaxy. It's all time. It's not, it's not, it's all not just centered around the Skywalkers. What this is, is the Skywalker story inside of that Jedi lore. So how it applies. So what I mean is like they, you know, Anakin had a significant role to play with during this period of time of, you know, Jedi lore and the Force, bringing balance and all the peace. Obviously, the falling of, you know, Order 66 coming in, the falling of the Jedi, the rise of the Sith, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, this is that period of that cyclical time with the rise and the fall. So it's linked to the Skywalker family. And ultimately, as the balance officially comes back together with Rey, being that that piece, that cog in the wheel, I think it's important that she actually is from Palpatine.
0: Because it makes sense.
1: Because it makes sense. Oh my god, you haven't watched it by now, so it makes sense because someone had to come from one side of the force to the other, and all we've seen is good people flirt with going to the bad. So it was fantastic.
0: Or go that, to the bad and then come back.
1: Yeah. So we've, and that's been done way too many times. So ultimately, seeing her be born, she is good, but happened to come from Black Bat, the you know the Sith bloodline. It was perfect. It was a perfect way to talk balance, right? And they did all these little fan service things by giving her the the gold lightsaber at the end for the sentinel to be the warrior, essentially, the and then to be that balanced piece. And then just I, I just thought there was a lot of fan service that worked in concluding the story. But what I didn't like, because there are parts I didn't like, I don't feel like I got enough closure within my characters. I feel like, cause there's, I feel like the movie was rushed. I, I really felt like this movie was rushed. And I know it was relatively long, two and a half hours. Probably could have been a little bit longer. Or they could have probably... Maybe not jumped around so fucking much like I had ADD.
0: Well, I was going to say, because this movie, the first 10 minutes of this movie, With it's Indiana just bang, 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 bang. Like they're just constantly, they're just going from one place to the other to the other. Do this, do this, do this. And you're like, holy, again, it screams to me that JJ Abrams is making up for lost time. Yeah. And really in hindsight, he should, at least in his mind, to tell this story, he should have done all three. He should have made a two B. So, like the the last last Jedi.
1: <laughs> like you like, just I mean, the he really needed because it. Because
0: honestly, if you look at The Last Jedi, what did it contribute to this movie?
1: A little bit of development of Ray, um, the end of Luke. Luke Luke introducing some some closure with his story arc. The official, like, culmination of uh, Kylo Ren being as bad as he's going to get. So there was some things that contributed, but that, that it's really low level. The like, only
0: thing that I, I kind of liked, I did see an explanation where they said, well, the story had to swing in one pendulum way for the third movie to swing back the other way. So The Last Jedi is almost an opposite of what Rise of Skywalker is. So it it swings all the way one way, and then they came back and swung it the other way. So I don't know.
1: Look, it's your empire strikes back. It's your attack of the clones. It's where the the empire or the enemy become the strongest they are, and the rebellion becomes the weakest. We just listed
0: what most people would say is both the best and the worst Star Wars uh, of the Skywalker saga.
1: Granted. But that middle movie, yeah, I think it has the most risk associated to it. And if Attack of the Clones and Empire Strikes Backs, Empire Strikes Back, really speaks to that, it's the most risk because you have to drop the good. The good story arc has to be at its weakest and lowest moment, facing the most peril, and the villains have to be at their highest. So how you do that can either be really lazy, as we saw in Attack of the Clones. Or it can be really in-depth and psychological like we saw with Empire Strikes Back. Last Jedi made an attempt to do a little bit of both. And because of that, I think it failed. It, it tried too hard to do a little bit of both. It could have actually went down the path of Attack of the Clones where it was just really, really low-hanging fruit. And it might have actually been better that way. But that's a debate for another day in my personal opinion. Uh, needless to say, I do believe Attack of the Clones and certainly Empire Strikes Back actually ties in way better to their individual trilogies.
0: I think the first six movies tie together better than the last three to the whole, the whole series of movies. Again, whereas I, I treat each of the trilogies as individual, I think the first two certainly are much because now, of Anakin, I guess, obviously, He's going from one gu- end to the I other. I was going to say,
1: so is it because we get Anakin, who is ultimately, in some respect, a new character in the original, like the pre- prequels, in one respect he's a new character but we ultimately know he ends up as Darth Vader. But other than that, there's a lot of other constant characters that we get to see develop at the same time, like Yoda, we get to see Obi-Wan, we get to see Leia's mom, Padmé. We get to see characters that we kind of knew existed grow and develop. Is it because we're left with this the the challenge with the new trilogy is that they're introducing new characters altogether. That didn't necessarily tie into this gene pool consistently. The only one that tied in actually became the villain, which was kind of hard for us to adjust.
0: Yeah, I just wonder, like, in hindsight again, if it would have been better just to do this as a essentially a separate trilogy. Like, don't tie yourself to that original those original six movies, so you don't have that pulling you back. And that might have actually made The Last Jedi <clears throat> more of a more pleasing to Star Wars fans because they weren't having to look for the, those connections. Certainly, The Last Jedi is it veers off from that that kind of story, whereas this one, not so much. <clears throat>
1: what but, if? What if? Because we, we're on this what if tangent, I, have, I will go back to the, the few more comments about the movie. But <clears throat> what if the Force Awakens wasn't called the Force Awakens? First of all, because it wouldn't work. But what if this trilogy actually took place a little bit closer to where we left off? And what I mean by that is when we got those flashbacks with Luke tra- training Ben, what if the, the, this new trilogy actually started around there? So we get introduced to Ben and then we get introduced to the, the, the blight, the, the, you know, how Ben starts to turn and him falling to the dark side.
0: So closer to the Mandalorian timeline. Yeah, a little bit after that. Shortly after the Empire has yeah.
1: fallen. Well, what if, what if we had that? So we had Luke trying to train these new Jedi, right? Leia and Han could have had their friction and falling apart. Um, the whole collapse of the characters we know. Then the second movie is the rise of Kylo Ren kind of idea. And the whole First Order rise and the evil and Snoke and all that. And then the culmination is Rey coming along as the hope and the response and ending it. That That might have been a nicer arc. When I think about it, because it just, I think we, the gap was very far and they really slowly gave us the threads to tie Force Awakens to the old.
0: But I think that's because they were a slave to tying to the Skywalker series of movies and those actors were that much older. So they had to, I mean, I guess now technically they could have de-aged them or what have you, but I do think because they were. They, they were put beholden Fisher to in that. Third movie, and she was
1: dead. Is she? So I'm just saying, they get to do a lot. I'm sorry. Right. God rest her soul. but
0: So, look, that being said, I think it is my third favorite of the Disney Star Wars movies so far. <laughs> oh, there's four. <laughs> no, there's five. five. There's five. Six. What's the sixth one?
1: Right. There's five. There's Solo, there's Rogue. There's these three. Yeah, that's five.
0: When you look at them like that, there's only been five.
1: You're probably right.
0: I probably
1: <laughs> my brain's just fried.
0: Look, I think I think out of the Disney ones for me, and this might change it Rebels. going back and watch it. Rebels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Films. I was gonna say Rogue One, Force Awakens, this uh last jedi i guess and then solo and that took me a minute because i Not really solo. had to think about that <laughs> but so I, I most unnecessary movie conservatively <laughs> i would give this a b minus out of for the star wars films it was enjoyable i give it a b plus there was no there was no dead time it bombed along along very fast for for what it was for the length of it the problems I had, and you know what? And I understand I'm part of the problem, and I know that the whole, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, the third movie was just fan service because people bitched about Last Jedi. Fine, that's me. I I agree. But it didn't have the slowest space chase of all time. It didn't have the characters that I enjoyed from The Force Awakens doing nothing. I love, Poe had such an amazing introduction in Force Awakens, and he's saddled with nothing in the last jedi. So it was nice to see him doing stuff in this one and it was it was a fun movie. I think it has huge huge plot holes, which again, when you're watching it for fun and entertainment doesn't necessarily matter, but if you do sit start thinking about it, you're like what the hell just like it doesn't make and it the thing the 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 problem, my my concern is what Disney is doing and will probably continue to do is they will release these movies with these plot holes only to fill them with other material. The cellulator. Yes. And they'll be like, well, look, we explained that, but it's in the comic or it's in the TV show. Yeah, but you can't do that. We didn't mind that when it was between films. Yeah, if it's not affecting the the main story it's fine you're padding out the world that's fine And not even that if you
1: give me stuff between the films because we know there's spaces between the films we've always accepted that with star wars and you come back and go hey here's this limited series or this Mm -hmm. cartoon series or this storyline and it's going to fill in the from the end of that movie to the beginning of the next
0: we're cool with that or you remember that character you saw in one scene that was in the back here's a whole book about his backstory fine doesn't yeah. affect the- we're, we're cool we've always been cool with that i'm hence I, I, boba fett i'm just concerned that that's going to be a practice that will carry on because they own all of that world now they can
1: i'm coming out and i
0: and i've heard this is an issue that could happen with the marvel stuff too i've heard them mention that you will have to watch the tv shows like the the, the disney plus shows for upcoming movies for certain things to make sense and yes, I will be watching those shows, but at the same time, you can't make movies like that. Like, you can't, the movie has to be able to stand on its own somewhat. That's my concern that I, I, I can see happening.
1: I think they're, if, if we're, okay, we're going to shift to Marvel for like two seconds, I actually don't mind Marvel doing that because that is following exactly what they did with the comics. There would be comic series that you needed to jump over to somebody else's story to get what happened in between or what's going on. And you know what? That made it exciting because you're chasing the stories. So I'm okay with that. Now, back to Star Wars, though. I hope that they don't do that. I agree with you. And I really have this sneaking suspicion that Disney was somewhat excited to finish this storyline so they can go do something original. They can go start a whole thing, much like the Marvel concept, where they can say, okay, listen. You got this. It's wrapped. Star Wars lore, the world, the universe, the galaxy, galaxies. You get all that content. So let's take a trip in time. Let's go back and let's talk about how some of the shit started. And here's a whole storyline we're going to do a thousand years or fucking earlier. And we're going
0: to go through this storyline and they're going to pump out. Every single Star Wars fan, no matter what, we'll always jump to the. And then they're gonna make the Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs>
1: no, no, it's not that. What I'm getting at is, they get they get a an opportunity to do something which I'm all for. By the no, way. no, but I think they can do it, and they can do everything with that that they're doing with Marvel. So they can have sequential movies. It doesn't have to be in the shape of nine or three or whatever. They can tie in fucking TV shows. They saw how canon was successful. They saw how other medium was successful. I think they can look at this and go, fuck it, let's do... We have all the control of this from start to finish, so we can do this whole thing. It'll be better than the original, most likely, because it'll tie together better than the original. doesn't mean this story will be better than the original. It'll certainly flow better. Um, And we can make it interesting. And we can take the bits and pieces of the elements that we know they like and reshape what we need to reshape, but we can get some origin shit. We can get all kinds of cool stuff that explains the origins of the shit that they enjoy, but no longer have to tie to these fucking Skywalker people or anyone associated to it.
0: And I think the problem is too, they're so they're so gun-shy that the moment something goes wrong for them, they completely course-correct in a like, hardcore... Rogue One, I think, was one of their best ideas to do. It was simple. It was an offshoot story. It connected to a point, but it was its own thing.
1: And you didn't know enough about it to judge it. It was great. Yeah. I think
0: they got burned by Solo so much that they're like, nope, we're not dicking around with this. And they
1: tried that. They tried the same concept with Solo. Like, You have this small little story that's always referred to, but no one gives any details on. So how can we really fuck it up when no one really knows the details?
0: And how can we give you every? minute detail about everything. We will leave nothing to the imagination.
1: Yeah, they tried too hard for that. That's where Rogue One was better than that. Why
0: does Lando love the Millennium Falcon? Because he is sexually attracted to it.
1: Yeah, that wasn't needed. I'm sorry. Listen, if I'm going to go back to Rise of Skywalker, which I am.
0: We should probably stick to that, yeah.
1: I did like what they did with Rey in this movie, most of all, which was important. And I did like... <clears throat> i did like her arc i did like where it took her i did like where it ended there was some really bad foreshadowing and shit like that like when she healed that snake thing like that totally wasn't needed but then i recognized yeah you need to do that because she's gonna heal somebody fucking later on and sure enough you know it worked she didn't necessarily heal somebody but she explained all those details i get all that shit because there is a new casual fan that i didn't play the fucking video games to understand that jedi could fucking heal people so i get all that stuff and I gave that a little bit of a pass because I know there's multiple generations here taking this content in. And there's even older people that didn't play those video games. So really that's us as the Zenials played these video games, right? So I get all that. And I was okay with that. But how her arc went, I was very happy with a few things. I love how she was she ultimately, you know, ended the evil in the, the galaxy, which created that balance piece, and it was ultimately her fucking father. You know her grandfather's story that she fucking wiped out. It, it, it closed the story loop. I liked that. Um, I liked Ben, as I heard on Kevin and uh, Fat, Fat Man Beyond. He ran into the gap, got his fucking sweater, came back as a good boy, right? <laughs> then he fucking ran into fight everybody. I, I was I was fine with that. The, the, he carried it well. Adam Driver is a superb actor, so I don't care. How happy were you to see
0: Harrison Ford show back up?
1: I was happy to see Harrison Ford back come back, and I was happy to see. Uh, Ben Solo die I was happy with both Um, Harrison Ford I still have this moment Where I'm trying to decide Was I know Han Solo Was a figment of of, um, Kylo Ren's imagination But Was that figment of his imagination Brought to life By Princess Leia Projecting herself Across the fucking galaxy Or Was it when she Projected herself Across the galaxy That she made him Think for a second Which ultimately Allowed Rey to kill him Which one was it? Or was it a bit of both? Because she didn't disappear till after that shit. So she was still out there doing that shit with her, right? Projecting mm-hmm. herself. So, and ultimately, we get that little bit of flashback sequencing that shows while in her Jedi training, she ultimately was more powerful than Luke at a very early stage. So ultimately, her tie of the Force was powerful, more powerful. So, you know, was she capable of doing a little bit more with that process than Luke was? Which, by the way, he went across fucking galaxy, had a really long fucking saber fight, said bye to people and shit. So he did quite a bit too, man. So for her to hang around for 25 fucking minutes wasn't really a big deal.
0: Yeah. Again, I think that's something that was sort of felt a bit shoehorned in that like they had to cut back to just to to explain it. They had to like, well, we've got to explain this somehow. I actually appreciated that, though. Well, it's not so much that I again, I think it's something much like the Palpatine stuff that needed to be elaborated on more and i think it's because of the situation that they were kind of they were stuck they had to do it quick and enough to get you to see but, what was going on but i
1: give anything with princess leia a free pass because they had no new content to work with no i get it and that's what i mean like so, that they
0: were stuck with that i mean between that and just the way you know the last jedi didn't touch on all that stuff so they have to shovel that stuff oh what are you throwing Reese's pieces on the floor now Anyways, what would you? Where? Where? You're, you said what? B plus? You think?
1: B plus, A minus, somewhere in between. If there's, a, if there's a rating in between, there, that's where I am. A minus, B plus.
0: So, for you, uh, better or worse than Force Awakens?
1: <clears throat> oh, I'm one of the few people out there that didn't find waking, uh, Force Awakens that ple- for- Force Awakens that pleasing. Um, I liked it, but I felt like it tried really hard to leave me hanging. So so I would rate it on par. Okay. I rate them equal. What
0: about... Uh, Last Jedi,
1: just, just blow. I, listen. Rogue One. I know a lot of people are... Oh, better than everything. Okay. Um, um, they. I don't shit on Last Jedi as bad as everybody else does. There are plenty of things that you could have had not had and certainly replaced with other things. But the same way, I think that if you really went through all the Star Wars movies, you can kind of pick some holes and shit if you come at it objectively, not with uh, nostalgic bias. Okay, so and that goes both ways because there's people that just fucking didn't like the idea of the prequels at all, and and they didn't stand a chance because they just fucking hated the concept.
0: Could have been twenty minutes long. Yeah, you hated the, all you hated the is- concept.
1: You never liked the idea. Didn't need to go there. But but, but it's the- a
0: flashback at best. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you never really gave a much of a chance. Look,
0: I don't need nine hours of politics. I don't. I don't.
1: I liked seeing Jedi doing something other than really horribly swing a lightsaber because they had no real training and skill set because one was really old and one was brand new and that was all there was. So I, I didn't want to see the idea of them being active in the world. I liked to see it. It's also
0: like peak bad CG. It's just oh, it's on. a bad time. It's a bad. It's bad. Yoda looks terrible. But we're basing that on 2020. Yeah. Well, why hasn't George Lucas fixed that yet? You, George Lucas has distanced
1: himself from a, quite away from this, other than the money.
0: As far as I know, <laughs> he's the one responsible for the McClunsky or whatever the hell thing that happened.
1: <laughs> Look, when it's when it's all said and done, this was and it's done.
0: We will never see another Star Wars a movie 40, again.
1: Forty-one year experiment in film that went across multiple production studios, many directors. It spanned careers of actors, launched careers of actors.
0: Brought some actors back that you hadn't seen in decades. It created an an
1: entire fandom. It created a world that people wish they lived in, uh, which is twisted. Um, But it created and spawned ultimate more storylines. It created just a world that will continue to exist well past us and into our kids and kids. And I think it's amazing. And when I think of it all in that vein... I don't get too fucking heavy critical on it because no one else has done anything like this. No other story has tried. They've done it in shorter windows. They've done it. Look, Marvel did it at a time where everybody else kind of paved away. So yes, Marvel did great with it. And I can certainly say they did the best with it, but they certainly did it after other people had tried. And what I mean by that is many other trilogies, many other series, many other arcs that span time and decades had already come. So Marvel had a lot of lessons to learn from, and it had massive amounts of content that spanned decades. So they could take those recipes, put it together, and make a really good cake, and they fucking did. There's no denying that. But when you think of the Lord of the Rings, you think of, you can go through the fucking trilogies out there. From Lethal Weapon to fucking Hunger Games and fucking, everyone's tried. Everyone's tried to make this multiple arc. Star Wars has got to be one of the best at it. And they did it over a really long fucking period of time that presented all kinds of challenges that other fucking storylines and other movies didn't have to face. And I think with that all being said, they did a pretty damn good job. Um, They put multiple generations of people through something. As much as they critique it and bitch about it, it still holds a special place and they're still going to watch it and they're still going to rewatch it and they're still going to share it with others.
0: What did your kids think? They loved it. They loved it. Because I would argue that this
1: trilogy is... Their trilogy. They loved it. They loved it better than the fucking prequels. And my kids liked the original trilogy and they loved this one. They loved this one.
0: It's like my brother. He was the prequel trilogy. Yeah, that's that's he was born in 96. Is he still still like that? He he doesn't hate them like most people our age do necessarily. But yeah, I think that was the one he grew up with. Whereas obviously ours was the original trilogy. That was, you know, his. And then now you kids with this one, so i I think a lot of people are just coming to the conclusion that look, they might not all be for you. they're you know this trilogy is not maybe for you the, the prequel trilogy maybe wasn't for you, and then I wonder, as a antidote for that, those people that maybe don't like this trilogy have the Mandalorian to look at, which is thematically closer to I think the original trilogy then no you don't you don't agree
1: no what this is is you touched on a nerve
0: okay because I, I was where- saying that Disney was trying to appeal to to both I don't mind oh
1: god so I get where you're going with that but I think if that's the case they struck out real hard with Mandal- Mandalorian
0: well, that'll be a topic for another time then because I think feel like maybe we disagree.
1: I know what you're getting at, but I think they've they've done something where they created a product that was designed to look like old but carrying all the same uh, tricks of the new. Okay. So. Okay, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, if you haven't seen it. I'm surprised you I can't really be listening to this podcast to begin with. Secondly, um,
0: You know, watch it, make your own opinion.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, you know, and and do yourself a favor. Even if you don't listen to anything Kevin Smith does, listen to the Fat Man Beyond. uh, I think it's the most recent episode.
0: I think he has a YouTube video, but it's like an hour and 15 minutes. Don't listen to that one. No, no, no.
1: Do the one with him and Mark. Yeah. So do the Fat Man Beyond of him and Mark. Yeah. um, Because Mark really shits on it. But Mark really throws some interesting pieces that I think would fill into what you're saying, where... The extra line here the extra there's just a couple things they could have tweaked in that film that really took it to where it needed to go what they were trying to accomplish but i'm sure with the magnitude of course correction and then fan service they were trying to do you can see how they missed some stuff but it was really interesting listening to them because they just touched on a couple things that just if you listen to that and then imagine those things happened you'll love the
0: fucking movie even more Why do we keep sending people to other podcasts? But it's true though.
1: (laughs) They did a couple things there where they just talked about some pieces, um, just adding a couple lines here and there, some simple little things that really tied shit up really nicely. And when I listened to that podcast, I actually appreciated the movie more when I was done. So it's worth a shot. And if you, I know you haven't obviously by the look on your face, you haven't done that yet. So it's worth going over and listening.
0: Well, no, because I was avoiding anything and everything about the movie until after I saw it. And then I just forgot to go back and look at that stuff. So, Fair enough. Okay, so Witcher, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs>
1: I have to bring more than that.
0: <laughs> I guess you don't have to. I guess we can just sit here in silence for another 20 minutes or so. But uh, I brought the beer. You did bring the beer. So... You're about it, uh, you You got about a year left on uh, PlayStation 4. You've now got a PlayStation 4 in your house.
1: Yeah, yeah, my daughter got a Anything you
0: 4. plan on uh, playing on that, or but do you think I, she's going to relieve you, uh, relieve it uh, I, of her
1: hold? I may have already been playing some God of War.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Which I enjoy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, It was certainly cool to jump back into a video game uh, or just a video game console because I really, you know, PlayStation 3 here is great, but I really just don't put the time in for it. So it was nice to jump in and share that with her a little bit. Um, but it's it's tough, man, it's tough. I got a lot of shit going on. So spending time on video games is fun, but then my brain starts thinking about all the other shit it should be doing. And then I have to go do it. So
0: yeah, I have a pretty big pile of shame, just a big pile of games and movies that I haven't watched yet. So no, I agree. Yeah. I got, uh, I still have John wick three to watch. I still have, what else did I get? Hobbs and Shaw. I got to watch,
1: uh, can you just watch Fast and Furious Seven?
0: The best one I could.
1: I don't know. I feel like the it's just... the best one. Wait, did you notice when I was referencing? Uh, I know you're tr- being a smartass. I'm just saying. <laughs> you notice when I was referencing uh, trilogies and se- movies, series and epics and stuff. I didn't reference Fast and it's Furious. It's Not over yet, baby. It was over a long time ago. I think we got eight. Nine, it is. I
0: think ten is the last one. An maybe?
1: ever-running music video. It's
0: only getting better. Only get it, it, to be actually to be fair, it might have peaked at seven, but. We'll see how things go. Well, we're John Hobbs C- and Shaw. John Cena's coming in, so I'm sure that'll make it better. Yeah, that's why I'm a little concerned. Oof. That's what made you concerned? Yes. I like John Cena as a, com- uh, a comedic I've, I've, actor. I've
1: never seen anything recycled so much in my life.
0: Because you, you haven't watched it. You don't know what you're talking about. We're not having this discussion. I, I'm supposed to be keeping my stress level Jean-Claude down.
1: Van, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, Sylvester Stallone movies in the 80s were less recycled. And that's saying a fucking lot, because I think they were all the same character most of the way through.
0: First of all, how <laughs> dare you come after no, all those our childhood were, <laughs> gods? No, all those movies
1: were amazing, by the way. But we accepted the recycled nature. They actually worked that in to make it more fun for the audience. This fucking movie's ob- those movies are oblivious and fast and furious that they're recycling the content. Has Vin Diesel even changed his fucking shirt in seven movies? He doesn't look any different whatsoever. Nothing has changed. You're not having is this it, conversation. You haven't watched seven, all of them, so how is, is can se- you even make this joke? Is seven movies just seven fucking days? Cause it really just seems like it's it's maybe one summer. Like Karate Kid had a fucking better run on a trilogy. Not
0: even gonna get into the elaborate uh <laughs> Elaborate the the, the, the the timing of how uh, uh, one, two, three, four, and then I think five, and then it goes. No, sorry, one, three. It's like oh, it is. No, one, one, two, it, it's four, it, five, six. Then three, because they go back because they were all prequels. It's it's phenomenal. It will blow your mind every single time.
1: Fast and the Furious is an NBC Friday night show on steroids.
0: I don't know what that means. I, I don't like. That it. That means
1: <laughs> it's full of fucking cliches. And it's, it's when the rock came in, I'll give it a little bit of fucking, I'll watch it because he's kind of cool.
0: Kind of cool. Wow. No, I
1: love him. But in this, I feel like he has placed an entire franchise of dead weight on his back. And I don't wish that upon him.
2: Oh boy.
1: Yeah. Like what's next? Vin Diesel's going to pull out a fucking snowboard down the hill in Fast and the Furious 8 just to throw in some triple that. X in I there. Saying, I think he did that in triple X. Yeah. Which,
0: by the way, triple X movies are good too. That's because Sam Jackson was in it.
1: Look, Vin Diesel, Pitch Pitch Black, and Retire. Maybe The Pacifier. I don't know. Doubt it.
0: <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. It's because I'm such a nice guy that I don't come after the films that you enjoy and tear them apart. I so enjoy I'm shit just, films. And gonna, and I
1: actually enjoy them for the fact that they're shit. And I can admit that. You hold on to Fast
0: and Furious like it's a cultural icon. Greatest action series of all time. Oh, my God. On record. saying it right now. Comedic action series? There's a little bit of comedy. Not much. It's pretty serious.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's sarcastic
0: or not. But I'm not even sure. I mean, you know, when you get Jason Statham and later on, he's Listen, got a bit of, you know.
1: And again, I love Jason Statham. There's no denying that. I absolutely think he's fucking fantastic. I love him and the Rock made me watch the last couple because.
0: I don't even believe you watched the last. I don't believe I you watched, I watched any seven. of them.
1: I watched seven. Okay. And I watched six. And then I was like, was that the same movie? I had to go back to the to figure out if it was the same movie or not. Realized it wasn't. And I remember one, so I went back to watch one again. And I went, how the fuck did we go from here to there? And I don't care what the fucking arc is. This isn't going to make any sense. My
0: argument is you start at like four and work your way forward. I, those first ones, it's all about car racing and stuff. By like four, five, six, they're comic book movies, man. That's what, they're all, that's what they are. They're, they're doing superhero shit in those movies. Yeah, I know. That was kind of the problem.
1: Why is that a problem? Well, because you started in a place where you weren't. Ignore those. And you didn't, like, at least throw a gamma bomb down. Also, have you
0: not seen the Rambo movies? It's the same thing, just accelerated. Yeah, but they don't try to be something they aren't. Have you seen First Blood? It's a pretty straight-up serious uh, movie, whereas uh, the the last one is a superhero movie. I mean, I don't
1: want to spoil it, but... I'm sure it's a lot like the first one.
0: Uh... No. With more expensive special effects. He, yeah.
1: And probably some more gore.
0: Oh, a lot more gore.
1: Yeah, yeah. They went there. They went there because they could. Where the first one would have been if they spe- could have afforded the special effects at the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fourth and fifth one of uh, those Rambo movies is pretty, they're pretty,
1: yeah. It was the time period though. They could do it. Pretty messed up. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for shitting on my film. My, my so I appreciate that. I'll go home tonight and cry myself to sleep.
1: Look, if it not was like, like it. I said if it wasn't for fucking Hobbs and Shaw, I I don't I think that series should have died at fucking long time ago. And to be fair, I think most people argue that when they injected Dwayne Johnson into it, it did kind of shoot it back up I mean, to keep look, going. I mean, he
0: calls himself Franchise of Viagra, and yeah. in most cases he's not wrong. Look
1: at Jumanji's just going to keep going. Saw that over the holidays. There's no need for a fucking third one, but I'm not going to be disappointed.
0: Which one did you watch? Second, second one. one yeah. I haven't seen it.
1: Second one ended Spoiler, folks, second one ended like with like complete like we can start the next movie right here. And I was cool, you know what? <laughs> and then I saw the production team, and it was Dwayne Johnson and his ex wife in the production company. I'm like, oh, he just bought the fucking franchise. <laughs> and I'm like, well, whatever, I, I I get it, and and go for it. You somehow took the original Jumanji, split it into three movies, which I didn't need you didn't need to do, but you did. And one them, away
0: from those dusty old board games made and made it into video and games. And one of them
1: served as a prequel, essentially. Because in the original, it was like, kid got trapped in game, and then fast forward to grown man coming the fuck out of a game, right? The new Jumanji was, kids went in game, came out of game, okay. Next movie was, kid wrestles with mental health issues, puts himself <laughs> back in fucking game. Jesus. <laughs> oh, 100%. percent it got dark. Yeah, well, it did. I was like, I'm all alone back in the fucking game. God, pick up a phone. So anyways, he went back in the game. Friends went in and chased him. And then somehow Dan DeVito and Danny Glover ended up in there, which was fucking hysterical, by the way. Uh, and then they come out. You're like, okay, fair enough. And then as the movie's ending, you're like, mm, it's not really ending. Oh, God, don't tell me they go back. And no, they did exactly what the original movie did. And fucking Jumanji made his way out. Which I'm like, oh, here comes a whole other movie. And I'm cool with that. Because I wouldn't have thought necessarily that we were getting the other movie. <laughs> Then I saw the production team, like the producers, and went, "Oh, we're getting another movie because he has all the money, so he'd just make another fucking movie."
0: And I'm cool with that. I think he's planning on running as many franchises as possible at the same time, just juggle them. Blank motherfucking
1: Jax. Like he's doing all right. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, and John Cena will destroy <sighs> the Fast and Furious franchise.
0: <laughs> it's weird because he's just i like him in comedy roles i can't stand him in act he's too honestly he was the weakest part of that bumblebee movie
1: yeah oh by far actually i think it would have been better with an unknown yeah than a known and and i love him but and he's
0: great in um uh blockers he was really good um
1: even that stupid firefighter one the forest fighters the, the the kid comedy he'll be good in that because he's he's funny he can do kid humor and adult humor he delivers
0: just can't do Straight action. Straighter to action. Yeah. He just looks too cartoony.
1: Like, he himself looks too cartoon. The guy needs to lose 30 pounds.
0: He should have been in the G.I. Joe movies because he is a cartoon oh, G.I. Joe. Yeah,
1: he's fucking Duke all the way through. Like, that would have been Duke. Yeah, I know. 100%. Anyways. Well, let's Fast get Fast the Furious sucks.
0: Yeah, okay. I <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I, it's... it's I am sure I had new year's resolutions. Here's what here,
1: here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rewatch them. Starting with what I actually
0: don't want you to. I don't I don't want I don't even want no, 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 no. I don't want this conversation the, anymore. The difference I want
1: out. <laughs> Let me get out of this conversation between the two of us. I can subjectively watch something and admit when I'm wrong. So, you tell me where to start. I will watch them in sequence and I will give myself the appropriate breaks to digest. Them.
0: I don't believe you. <laughs> I will. I believe that you will go in with an agenda. Don't no. And you will fuel it by watching these films. Then and then I'll,
1: you'll come back. I'll give it a serious shot. Look, I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. I'm a huge fucking Dwayne Johnson fan. Vin Diesel or whatever. Um, but I can, I can accept Vin for what he is, right? So I'll give it a go. And uh, maybe my opinion will change if I watch the sequence to understand whatever it is that...
0: You're just trolling me now.
1: I'll give it a whirl Come on You made me like Rambo Originally I didn't actually like Rambo I went back to rewatch it Because your love of it It actually made me like it So I'll give it a whirl But you need to watch All the Transformers again
0: Look I like the first one All of them The third one I can't remember The fourth or the fifth one
1: All of them
0: And Bumblebee was good
1: Except Bumblebee You watch them all But Bumblebee
0: I own them. I know you do. I own most of them. I don't uh,
1: don't think I have the one where... And and those you need to watch in sequence because it may
0: make you have another stroke. (laughs) I don't think I own the one with Anthony Hopkins. I think by that point I bailed out. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing stops moving. Why does it all keep moving? It's too much. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: I, I struggle with it. I mean, we're talking about these great big trilogy pieces and multi length movies, and I do appreciate that Star Wars broke the mold for a lot of this for people to to go forward on so i do like that um yeah fast and furious man i love how we end up shitting on that yeah we fair enough you so is there anything coming up this month that you uh are gonna go watch that you want to go see i haven't really looked to see what's coming out i saw the the preview for wonder-
0: january is usually a pretty dead month there's probably not much i saw that preview for wonder
1: woman eighty nineteen eighty four. 1984
0: yeah, once that come out, that's they really. May?
1: They first of all, all I have to say is costume and set design is fantastic. They capture the '80s almost better than Stranger
0: Things. I like the, um, the guy, uh, the guy playing Maxwell Lord. Yeah, that plays the Mandar- uh, Mandarin, the Mandalorian, uh, the Red Viper of Dorne. I forget uh, what's his name. No,
1: no, I like it better. that No one knows his name.
0: the, nope. the Mandalorian. That's, I'm not even saying it. I love it. I'm sure it'll be fine. I would like to have seen what Cheetah's going to look like, but I guess they're kind of trying to make Uh, that. uh,
1: hold that for us. That needs to be the surprise of the film. Yeah. DC needs to start figuring out how to do some of the shit Marvel does. Hey, you know what I'm not looking forward to? I don't know if I said this last film. Was Black Widow?
0: Yeah, you shit on that. It was the running theme through the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. Just reminding people. Just reminding. Okay, great. Uh, No, I don't think I have anything to watch that I can think of coming up. I'm planning on getting kind of caught up on stuff on Netflix and... Movies, that kind of thing. And then I got um, my Texas trip oh, yeah. in a couple of
1: weeks. Not to go and hog hunting.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go over and uh, try not to anger anybody. And I'm not even sure what flag I wear at this point that doesn't anger somebody down there. So. Just go, uh, go to a gun range. You'll fit right in. I'm not leaving the convention center because then I will fit right in. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna network. I'm gonna see if we can get some guests. Go uh, shoot a 50
1: caliber gun. Jesus Christ,
0: <laughs> man! It's not happening. It's Like 20 bucks. <laughs> if I get to like the Alamo or like Whataburger or something like that, that's the farthest I'm getting from the convention center. So disappointed.
1: You know what? You can go in a helicopter and shoot hogs.
0: Yeah, we again talked about this before. Who has the brain damage? <laughs>
1: They have a problem. Hogs are boars, wild hogs are a big issue in Texas, and they then uh you can rent guides and they take you up in helicopters and shoot out automatic weapons and you blow the fuck out of hogs. And it's not really expensive. I heard it's like three hundred bucks.
0: Let this be an audio diary of Adam's uh spiral into madness. You've talked about this already on the last episode. I know.
1: It would be amazing.
0: I know. I'm the only one out of the two of us that have to listen to this episode again. <laughs> I now know, I have to
1: cut this all out. Or the one thing that I have in the, in the states, the southern states particularly, especially mm. the southwest states. Did you say
0: they, barbecue I'm going to stab you? No, they have a lot of gun ranges. Jesus Christ. What is with you and guns?
1: Because so, <laughs> well, you're in the US and if this is how you fit in, so you can go to a gun I'm range. I'm going to go to this convention shoot, and I'm not going to leave weapons. and I'll be fine. Like massive weapons. The smallest thing they issue is like an M4 and they just like 20 bucks and you just unload a shitload of shells and you're good. You can fit right is in. Is this something you've done? No, I just everyone I know that's gone to Texas or fucking Arizona or Vegas, go shoot a shitload of guns. It just seems like that's the thing you do to fit in. I, I bet you when you get there, you're going to see advertising all around. And everyone's going to ask you if you did it when you were there. I bet you anything. Even at that convention, you're going to get asked that. Or someone's going to tell you a story where they went and did it. Okay. We will
0: revisit this when I get back and we'll see what uh, transpired for that. Uh, you are. No, I'm going to a, f- a fucking like nerd convention. You know that. You're going to come
1: like back this. and be like, yeah, I didn't go shoot a gun, but I shot a rocket launcher. I'd be like,
0: fucking told you. Yeah, I I was out there with a bow and arrow no oh how Rambo you
1: had to go Rambo I was
0: thinking of anything but a gun I thought we always had a Gatling gun on a car like fucking fast furious oh oh speaking of weapons this is the last thing and and I'm, I'm dropping the Rise of Skywalker why why does every Star Wars movie that is in the part of the Skywalker series have to have a goddamn Death Star Every single one. I fucking joked about this. I said, if this movie has another Death Star, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. And sure, as shit, this time it's just every ship has a Death Star gun on it. Why? Well, they made it portable. If there was a fourth movie, the fucking stormtroopers would probably be carrying it around. Look,
1: the whole goal of the Empire is to strike fear, and
0: it's to build a gun that can blow up a planet. <laughs> yeah, that is their goal. Because <laughs> what's the ultimate fear of compliance? We're going to build a- blow my fucking planet up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to build an <laughs> artificial one. Eh, we're going to build it into a planet. Eh, we're going to build it into a ship. It's just, too much. I can't handle it.
1: I'm just saying. It's the evolution of weapons. And if you want order and control, you have to strike fear. Taking away food, taking away trade routes, taking away that kind of stuff. Yeah, it does something. The fear of
0: blowing the motherfucking planet up is pretty good. Can they do something different? Like and get compliance. Make it disappear or something. Just, I don't know. It's 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 almost exactly like had they just cut to the stupid guy with the with the the big helmet and he just pulls the lever and on every one of those ships, I would have been like, of course they did. Of course they did.
1: I like it better that they weaponized it. I thought it was a neat idea. I'm not getting into the semantics of how the fuck they built that many Star Destroyers. when where the fuck did the old people from? Last that, time I checked half this galaxy gal, That whole like,
0: Palpatine story, we
1: just let it slide. <laughs> last time I checked in uh La was it Last Jedi? They wiped out how many fucking planets? Like, I don't know how many people are left in the galaxy. They've, they've blown a lot of planets up, so I don't know where they're getting all these people from. And so,
0: well, the blueprint for these movies is build a Death Star, destroy a planet as an exercise to show people yeah. what you can do. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: I all I have to say, if one thing about the Star Wars galaxy that I'm thoroughly thoroughly impressed with, is their ability to engineer and construct in incredible timelines massive fucking things like even one star destroyer over 20 years i could see being a pretty fucking large project for a planet to build let alone a fleet of the fucking things i don't want to talk about where the people came from and if you look at the size of these fucking things and how much it takes a physical human being to construct these things how the fuck did they make that many that quick? That is amazing. That is like six billion people working in unison to build these things. Fucking amazing. Can you use the
0: force to like build stuff?
1: <laughs> I think one hundred percent. He used the force to control everybody to build these things. I don't know the fuck else you do it. Hmm.
0: Okay,
1: and that's probably why the rebels couldn't build shit because <laughs> they're always their Jedi always trying to learn how to use the force. Yeah, they're off training. See, maybe they're maybe already there's there. there's mind control industrial going. industrialization. <laughs> Uh yeah so i just that's all i got to say just, to that cuz fuck it's fucking amazing and if that's the strength of the empire is their ability to mass construct anything i don't care what happens in that galaxy the fucking dark side's always going to win cuz they're just going to keep coming at you until the rebels learn how to mass produce on a, a fucking global scale they're never going to be able to take care of themselves
0: yeah like are the sith just like big business is that what they're yeah, representing it's corporate. It's corporate america okay okay yeah, 100% amazon or whatever sure yeah, yeah. Mix them all together. Unless they sponsor us, so then I'm all for them.
1: Anybody can sponsor us. We'll still shit on you. That's except, true. except Deadly Grounds Coffee. I'm not shit on Deadly Grounds Coffee because the one thing that got me through the holidays was my continual consumption of my Space Invaders because that's still the only one I like to drink, to be honest with you. But I also just got hooked and stayed with the same one all the time. You? Did you happen to visit Deadly Grounds? I mean, it was a holiday season, so might not necessarily fit. Or did you happen to go somewhere else?
0: Uh, I may have been to their 8-Bit Beans Cafe like a hundred times. And so what is...
1: I've been there a lot. What's going on at 8 Beans, 8-Bit Beans Cafe?
0: I feel like we might have talked about this last episode. But yeah, I know, but this is...
1: In case we didn't, the makeshift ad read Just to... <laughs> just
0: fucking go with it. If you're listening, Brad... Just be looking, Brad, we have, we,
1: we have eaten a lot of chocolate and beer, and it's kind of hurting us.
0: It's killing us. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's a cafe, and uh, now they've got a liquor license, so in the evenings, uh, I guess technically during the day, I guess you could drink too. Yeah. Welcome to
1: Ontario, Doug Ford. Yeah.
0: Uh, a.m. And uh, retro arcade machines, pinball machines, they're uh, constantly changing them out. And now my wife works there, so I have a... Steak in the game? terrifying excuse to go there at least three times a week
1: (laughs) i loved it we went my wife and kids went with with me and we went and visited your your wife working had some of the coffee which happened to be deadly grounds coffee and uh you know enjoyed the experience and what was i really appreciated was one i showed this before we got on the air that uh they had some of the super nintendo minis consoles and i kicked my kids asses at mario kart because I I get my ass kicked by them on the, the real way. Mario Kart the, Wii, the yeah, Super so. Nintendo one of yeah fours. so and it was great watching them get stuck on the wall and shit and just just laughing just laugh right at their faces I even slowed down and, and reversed over the finish line just to fuck with them anyways
0: sounds like you yeah yeah
1: and then we played uh, Street Fighter and I schooled the shit out of them because like, how do you keep doing all these moves I'm like yeah fuck you all these years of trying to learn these things so yeah anyways it was fun uh, and then and then uh, my kids uh, parenting 101 went and dominated uh, Miss Pac Man.
0: Yeah, and that it was awesome. Watching they had every kids. flavor of Pac-Man there: Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man Junior. Yep.
1: Yeah. They went and played a bunch of the old games, Super Pac-Man. Um, and my favorite part too was watching them play, uh, Asteroids and how hard Asteroids is.
0: Yeah, because I would never played the original Asteroids. I played it on Atari because my dad had it when I was a kid, but I'd never played like the actual machine. Yeah, it's tricky, like doing managing like the thrust and then turning and yeah, it's... yeah. How
1: they didn't invent a joystick. But anyways, um,
0: also but... that side has two arcade machines that completely bring me back to high school they've got a bust a move machine yeah and they have uh, Raiden oh Raiden yeah they have Raiden which we had both at one time oh, or maybe they interchanged at uh, at our high school man bust a move I remember playing that forever god damn that game was hard how do we graduate high school I don't know do they even allow video games in, in school well, well they don't need to they probably yeah why Kids have they ta- won the yeah oh god the future 2020 <laughs> the future now <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yes, you uh you went, you enjoyed yourself, kids enjoyed Yeah, 100%. Themselves.
1: And then actually what I loved it, but it was my kids said like this is the place we can totally just hang it. They said we can come and I liked it because they're bright It's a place they can go have some hot chocolate, have a have a coffee, have a fancy drink, whatever the hell they want to do. And they can just hang and play video games and it's a good environment. It's a safe environment and it's a place they can do something that's somewhat constructive but yet not cost them a fortune. Cuz I mean going to the mall costs a fortune. You know, and quite frankly, they they spend so much time inside and the kids like video games. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best things about the old arcades was you got to interact with other fucking people because the video games were right there.
0: Like at worst, you're at least standing up and using your hands and arms. And there's, so. other, people, and
1: there's other people around you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because right. right now, that, the handheld era is, uh, is like remarkable. Like I can't get over how much I didn't see kids hanging out over the Christmas break. Well, I know there's no snow, but actually that should have made it easier and...
0: Fuck! Barely yeah. saw kids get together. Yeah. How to orchestrate that shit? The kids playing pinball when they were there. or Do they avoid the pinball machines?
1: They didn't make it. My Julie, my youngest was absolutely hooked on Patman. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh god, I'm on the 15th level and I can't break this high <laughs> score. And I'm like, what the hell? And I went over and watched her. i like, I've never seen the ghost move that fast. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. So that was entertaining as so. hell. And my and my oldest was just hooked on the Super Nintendo. She loved it.
0: And I know your wife was looking at maybe playing some of the older games. Yeah, too. she
1: played a few things, but she burned her quarters pretty quick. <laughs>
0: So she ran out of money. So
1: the kids stopped giving her tokens.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. I love that the kids were We're having to share with mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah. they were hesitant with it. So
0: yeah, no, it's been good. It's been busy almost every time I've gone in there too. So they're, I think they're doing okay. And they really haven't advertised yet, which is pretty impressive.
1: I, I I hate to say it because I know they just got off the ground, but I really hope they explore the concept of doing this in Bowmanville because the Bowmanville downtown could benefit from this quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You got multiple high schools. It's a good environment, Brad, if you're listening. Uh, I'm sure you probably already know. (laughs) And, uh, you know what, downtown could use another coffee shop cause they just lost one. So they there. Coffee and cakes is no longer there. So oh, it's some I. sort of health food. Like, Oh, that's right. I remember that. I one. go in cause I get keto coffee in there and I really appreciate it. But you know, other than that, they they close on Mondays. I'm not sure what that's about. So probably like catering or prep or something or just cultural belief. I don't know. Sure, Something along those lines. But, um, <laughs> i don't know i walk every time i walk by it's a fucking monday i walk well, by and it's closed is it one Why of those cases, cases on where
0: they're they're open saturdays so they take sunday monday off is that i don't I
1: know fucking know. all i know is i walk by and i see a monday they're closed i'm going to your fucking coffee shop downtown and you're closed on a monday i'm like i just can't get my head around mm, that no. and it's not like it's limited hours it's the whole fucking monday so now granted if it's something to do with cultural belief i'm sorry i'll eat my words but if it's not i'm lost unless you're catering No, that doesn't make any sense because the one down the fucking road does catering. I don't know. I I don't know. There's probably a reason. I haven't asked it. Sure, ignorance here. Okay. But I just know Mondays happen to be really busy days for fucking coffee drinkers. So... When do you
0: downtown Bowmanville on a Monday? What are you doing? Don't you work? I take take meetings down there.
1: Okay. And actually, I take meetings with like a lot of different types of people. And it's really... Coffee shops are the main place I take my meetings at. And so when I go to take meetings in downtown and there's a coffee shop and you're walking towards that coffee shop, and they're fucking closed on a Monday. You're like, are you serious? Because we we're going to buy two really pointlessly expensive coffees and maybe a snack or two. Shouts fired. Yeah. Unnamed kind of coffee shop that I can't think of what it's I just, called. I just like, look, I mean, I know maybe maybe for some reason you're not over, but I'll, I'll guarantee you I'll occupy that space on a Monday. And I'm sure I'm not alone. So, all
0: right. Well, we'll get Brad to open up another shop. I'm sure he'll love doing that. Right beside it. I'm sure he's not pulling all of his hair out right now, but yeah. <laughs> well, he's got hair,
1: so no sympathy for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was uh, not intentional, but uh, perfect. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. He's doing great. You I've been watching a lot of lately? What's that?
1: Blacklist. You're getting old. I know. You know what? Widow did it to me. Put it on, and I wasn't watching it. Hopefully James Spader. Hold on. Let me get to it. Hold the fuck on. This ain't no Fast and the Furious shit. So I'm in the kitchen. I'm prepping some food. So I'm not looking directly at the TV because I remember a while ago, I watched the first few episodes, but in true fashion, I started again, giving it a fair chance. And then I'm just hearing James Spader's voice and I'm like, you know, this is beyond mesmerizing. I can't unpicture Ultron right now, but I'm just going to run with it for a minute. And then I just kind of let his voice carry me through the really gaping holes for the first few episodes. And then it just kind of mellowed into like, oh, this was actually pretty good. Um, there certainly is a weekly episode vibe to it, uh, but I gotta admit, i i i, I watched eighty three episodes over the holidays. <laughs> Holy shit! I went from season one to this is on Netflix, right? So- season five. Yeah. <laughs> it's twenty two episodes. Nice. nice. So I'm pretty sure it's around eighty something episodes yeah. I watched. And I um, I had a few nights where I started watching at 5 p.m. And at 3 in the morning, I was like, holy fuck.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, I just went there. I went all in. So when I said to you, I could rewatch Fast and Furious. I mean it. I could probably go through it and be
0: subjective. Well, I mean, look, if they had James Spader in Fast and Furious, it'd be another story altogether. I wouldn't have shit on it already. I think he... That was a smart move. If you watched The Office, after they got after Steve oh, uh, Corral left and he came in for a he season, he was good. He was fantastic. Uh, was it uh, was it Randy California? Is that what it was yeah no, or something? Yeah, something, something California. California. Yeah, it, my my Robert California, Robert California, Randy California. I'm not sure why I came up with that, but yeah.
1: But uh, I, he's I, great, honestly, to the point where I'm getting my daughter to watch Pretty in Pink
0: because mm-hmm. he's in that. Yeah. He played a pretty much an asshole and what i love is he,
1: he aged exactly how all real people age not not hollywood people He aged like real people yeah like
0: and, and like not robert downey jr like who aged like well he yeah. aged like the rest robert of downey, like
1: exactly Who? Well, you lost your hair yep you put on weight right in the fucking abdomen nowhere else yep yeah.
0: you didn't try to hide it nope <laughs> i think next episode is just gonna be you james spader appreciation you
1: don't fuck with your teeth nope <laughs> just, yep. these are all mine and they <laughs> yeah. all hurt i just got a hold and i'm rich so fuck off i loved it i just pretentious asshole and he's played it everything he's ever been in he's played that and i think it's hilarious
0: just found his niche he's good
1: 100 i i had to dig down like the imd rabbit hole with him because i'm like where the fuck have you been and what have you done It doesn't seem like a lot but then you realize yeah, he's, he's been, been pretty steady. Holy shit, he's even steady. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it because he's been in a lot of TV-based shit that I don't watch. But then again, he's made a lot of money from that.
0: Yeah, yeah, tons. No, he's so. not hurting. No.
1: Enjoyable. James Spader, his voice kicks ass.
0: Soothing. Read me a bedtime story and put me to sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, you which, I need to watch an episode or two tonight. So. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry for keeping your... I'm trying
1: to catch up. They're on season seven right now, and it's coming back in March for the second half of season seven, so I'm only on season five. I've got 44 more episodes to go.
0: (sighs) What'd you do on your holidays? Apparently not enough. Uh, I did get caught up. They did the the, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW, so I got all caught up on that, which is pretty phenomenal. Again, why DC can get their TV stuff correct and not their movies is different people. Exactly. Uh but yeah, we watched The Witcher. Uh I'm behind on everything, man. Yeah, have you
1: been playing uh Jedi
0: I play a little that game is hard as fuck. It's hard, man. Jedi Fallen Order, yes, yeah. it's hard. I got I, I figured some stuff out,
1: but it's remarkable how many people have beaten it and put all this cutscenes on fucking YouTube already.
0: Oh, really? I haven't even looked.
1: She's showing up on my feed. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to watch this.
0: It's good. The game's good. Uh, I've been... I split my time. Like, New Year's Day, I did not want to... I just... I haven't had a day where I yeah, could Yeah, we were just... supposed to
1: be recording New Year's Day, folks. Just yeah, so, just, you know.
0: this is New Year's Day. Shut the
1: fuck up. He wanted to play with the toys.
0: I did. I did. I wanted one day where I could just sit and just play with my toys. Uh, So I played that, and I played... I got uh, Blood and Truth for the PlayStation VR, which is basically... Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels were snatched, but in VR form, which is amazing. So I played that for a while. They killed my mom, so I had to go, you know, go after them. Oh, well,
1: You a, you killed
0: your mom? We're a crime family. No, man. This other crime family came after and took out my mom. Oh, it's it's great. And I'm like ex-military. Actually, I'm no. I'm current military, but I'm British.
1: But you're ex now because you wouldn't kill My people. family's
0: gangster. It's It's great. It's
1: great. So are they finally making longer games for the VR now? Yeah, this is long.
0: This is long. Like I've been playing quite a few hours and I don't I, I might be halfway through.
1: So are we getting closer now to the we we don't unhook from the VR?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I have Skyrim on VR, which is insanity. I don't know, I'll never finish that because who can put on that helmet for that long? Like the game's like a 50-hour game. They're trying to figure alone. it out alone.
1: Yeah, they're working on. It. Ready player one will be a reality.
0: I did play over the holidays um well, Christmas Day. Uh, my brother has uh, one of the VR headsets for a computer, so it's newer. Oh, it's so much like lighter and non obstructive. It's it's gonna be it's it's coming, man. It's coming. Long form games, I think, are, are definitely coming for that.
1: I, I am I am terrified in many ways of where the future is taking us because we are getting there. Things are getting there. And, We're in
0: the future. The year is twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. I
1: just think it's. Oh. Where, what, are we,
0: what are we doing this year? What is happening? What is the plan for this podcast this year? I'm putting you on the spot. Meeting the last Reese's Pieces. Plan? No plan. Okay. I just want to well. make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the same page because there's no plan. I have no plan. <laughs> I have nothing. I have. I'm so. I'm behind in life.
1: No. And, and listen, we've had a uh, in our personal lives. I think we've had uh, a pretty busy and. Uh, Tremendous! I always want to say this word. And I'm sure, that's not a word. No, term, I think you
0: just term a year full of tum, turmoil? Tumultuous? Yeah, I never get that word right. I think you blended that with tremendous. <laughs> tremendulous sounds good. Tremendulous. We had a tremendous year. We had quite a fucking year in a lot of ways uh, in our personal
1: lives, and mm-hmm. good and bad. But I think majority of it was good. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely throw the two thousand nineteen was a curveball of a fucking year in a lot of ways. Um, and I think twenty twenty. I mean, I, January is always hope and optimism as I doubt a beer. Um, but the reality is that I think we have um, I think we have the some really good thoughts and intentions where we want to take the podcast this year. We're going back to some guests. We're going back to a little more engagement with previous guests. There were some projects that we kind of kicked around that I think we're going to delve deeper into. I think it's just um, a
0: case of getting the... It's just time, it's, really. Well, it's scheduled. And this is... Unfortunately, this has to be our... our lowest priority because unfortunately life and work is something that is going to yeah, come if, first.
1: If this podcast actually paid Deadly
0: Grounds Coffee we would um <laughs> it'd work out really well. Yeah. So unfortunately yeah so it just it's just a matter of time. Promo um, code Happy Zen Podcast yeah. to check out. Just Happy Zen. We don't get anything from that yet but <laughs> if it <laughs> if Oh God this podcast if, is going off the rails.
1: If it does start to happen then maybe we can bring you more content. Yeah. Maybe. Or at least guest
0: in person. No. <laughs> We've gotten relatively more or less, somewhat kind of a schedule <laughs> that fell apart as I said it. We're we're getting better. <laughs> Things are look. I think we put out the most number of episodes in twenty nineteen that we did. I don't even know what schedule you're talking about. Well, twenty eighteen was a wash, so that's fine. And twenty seven. You smoke. know what? <laughs> twenty nineteen, we absolutely put out the most episodes, <laughs> guaranteed what's
1: amazing though, as you just said, 2017, 2018, 2019, like we've been doing this that long.
0: I think we started the end of 2017, Holy November, we
1: officially, we could actually officially have like a, um, then and now type picture on this shit.
0: It's pretty much the same, but I think we've gained weight over the last month or so. <laughs> yeah.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. The yes. holidays were kind to my fucking ways line.
0: We have guests. We have friends. We have friends of this podcast. To be entirely honest, we have people that have that do talk to us, do keep in touch with us, and are more than willing to talk Shit, to us. You're again. going to
1: fucking Texas because of that.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna keep making contacts, and really, it just comes down to when we have the time, we will line things up. It's it's all there. It's pending. It's ready to go. It's just a case of, you know. And the other thing is, we don't want to be like, you know, in two days we're gonna do an interview. We like to at least be somewhat prepared, you know, if we can. So again, we it's a case of having the time, getting the questions together, getting prepared. And not only that, besides interviews, I, I think we've talked about it before, like we want to do more, like we, when we reviewed the coffee and we reviewed uh, you know, some games and stuff like that, Still fucking that kind that. of stuff was fun, but it takes time and preparation. And right now it's been sometimes hard just to schedule, just to get us together to talk shit for an hour and a half. So yeah, you just want to play the toys.
1: And watch <sighs> Fast and Furious.
0: Okay. Well. And, and
1: don't forget when we interview people, we have to background check them. Like I need to find out if they <laughs> watch. I need to find out if they watch Fast and the Furious or
0: not. You know what? Okay. Clearly, it's time to get the hell out of here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I hope to cry. You know what? I'm gonna bring this up with Jason anarchy when we go down there. I'm gonna see, and and I'll get somebody on my side because I need somebody. If there's anybody listening. Why do I feel like both Jesse and Adam are probably already shitposting Fast and Furious as we speak? Fuck
1: yeah, because they know better. Yeah, listen. At the end of it all, 2020. I think we've got we've got a lot of things that we're cooking at the end of 2019 that we couldn't trigger, we couldn't pull a trigger on, but we're going to get them uh, moving forward. And you know, we're looking forward to bringing some uh, original content, some stuff that's familiar that we did in the past with guests. Uh, reviews. You know, part of Matt going to Texas and to take some of the gear with him. He's going to get some interviews on the spot, I'm sure, and, and just some chit-chat while he's down there to share on the podcast for that experience. Of course, we'll come back and wrap up with that. You know what? There'll be lots of different folks down there that might be interacting with and maybe we'll get a chance to pilot some more games for people down there that you can get a better review of and maybe then acquire yourself. And I know there's a conversation we've had with uh, Jason and some of the folks, I think, on taking... Our likeness to a whole new level, and uh, we'll activate that and go a little bit further too, right? So,
0: and you know, to be entirely fair, you know, to throw us ourselves a bone, we have actually branched out a little bit at the end of last year, and we're still going. We've started doing a little bit of these mini episodes, uh, and I'm sure that'll be something we'll we'll carry on. Whether it's you know a different TV show, oh my or god, we like should that. do Fast and the Furious. Oh god, what have I done? It's <laughs> the greatest
1: idea, Matt. We should totally do mini episodes of Fast and the Furious because there's no fucking way I'm sitting through the whole movie. So we can easily do mini episodes. What does that mean? We'll put it on. You're going to split the we'll movie com- up into... We'll commentate over it. Choms- and we'll fast forward through the shit. Okay. All right. Which would be most of Vin Diesel's scenes. And Michelle Rodriguez. Wow. She doesn't play a different character in any movie. You know, we were... She's the same person in Avatar. We I were- thought it was Fast and the Furious, <sighs> but she realized she was in a helicopter.
0: You're taking this in a positive way, and you just brought it right back down again.
1: Look, at, no one on the other end of this is disagreeing with me, and if they are, feel free to chime in. And where can they chime in, Matt? So,
0: on that note, yes, if you want to uh, follow along, or send us a message, or comment, or whatever you'd like to do, we are on social media: uh, Happy Zen Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, the Happy Zen Podcast on Facebook. You can send an email that'll go right into Adam's junk and right into my inbox at info at happyzen dot com. I think that's probably about it. Adam, is there anything else you'd like to chime in with?
1: No, but doesn't life start zero to sixty or some bullshit, or is it like less and less than ten seconds or some I think crap the new line? The
0: motto is uh, it's all about family, actually, Adam, and uh, <coughs> that's uh, that's right, and that's oh, where's my
1: nitro button?
0: <laughs> wow, don't forget Deadly Grounds Coffee. Uh... To thegroundscoffee.ca, the promo code is HappyZen for fifteen percent off your entire order. And uh, yeah, until next time, watch Fast and the Furious and cry a little tear. <laughs>